Next is behavior. The biggest challenge is this, 95% of all of our behavior is completely unconscious, which means you're not even making a choice about it. It's happening automatically. That's Darren Hardy. And this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Tuesday. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today as we have returning speaker, author, and entrepreneur, Darren Hardy, back on the show. And today, he's going to talk about three ways to change our behavior so that it can match our intentions and our actions. And to make this all happen, all you need is a small notepad. Here's Darren Hardy. Enjoy. Next is behavior. The biggest challenge is this, 95% of all of our behavior is completely unconscious, which means you're not even making a choice about it. It's happening automatically. Remember when you were first learning to drive and you're like, okay, I got to put my hands at two and, and to 10 and two. And then I've got to look at this mirror and that mirror and this mirror. And this leg's got to do this. This leg's got to do this. And then I got to adjust this. And then I got to use the foot for this pedal, this pedal. And then I got to look out the windshield and avoid oncoming traffic. It seemed impossible. It's like, how could you do all these things simultaneously? Well, now today you can drive down the freeway, have a conversation, talk on the phone, put your makeup on, shave, right? God forbid, text. You ever been driving down the freeway and you look up, you're like, holy crap, I'm like three exits past where I was supposed to get off. You're completely unconscious about it because it's become automatic. See, your brain is constantly trying to take what you do and make it automatic so you don't have to think about all the things you need to be doing simultaneously. So you are literally sleepwalking through all of your choices throughout the day. So the first thing to do is to become aware. Put a magnifying glass on what it are the behaviors that are taking you in the wrong direction. So I'll give you an example. So when I was uh, my early, uh, well, I was 20, I was selling real estate and I'd made a lot of money that year and I was sitting down with my accountant and he was going over the numbers and I was waiting and then he looked up with a big smile on his face and says, congratulations, you owe over $100,000 in taxes. And I said, what? I, I don't have $100,000 just lying around to pay my taxes. He said, well, why not? You earned several times that. Certainly you set aside the money to pay your taxes. And I said, does the exasperated look on my face make it evident that I did not? And then he stood up from his desk and he pointed his finger at me and he said, son, I've seen this a thousand times. You continue on this current path and you will dig your financial grave with your wallet. He said, you've got to get a grip. And he took his finger and he put it on this small little notepad and he slid it across the desk. And he said, I want you to write down every single penny that you spend for the next 30 days. He said, I don't care if it's 50 cents to fill the air on your tire or $2,000 on a new suit. Every time money comes out of your pocket, you write it down. I said, yes, sir. 
And that's what I did. And it wasn't about a week or two where you're taking friends out to, to, to drinks, you go to the, you know, the counter when you're filling up gas and you're buying things at the concession. When I started to look at how money had just been pouring out of my pockets without me even noticing. And as a result of just starting to track how I was spending my money, I went from earning a lot of money and not having any to earning the same amount of money and having a lot of it by just adjusting the behavior on how I spent my money. So now I get asked all the time, I've bought and tried hundreds of thousands of dollars of personal development tools, been in this industry for 20 years, I've seen, get sent them all, I get 25 copies of something every single week. The, this is the most powerful personal development tool there is, and it is a 50 cent notepad. And whatever it is that you wanna change, just track it. And I, this is my go-to tool, no matter what I wanna change. If I wanna change my diet, I write down everything that goes into my face. If I wanna change my fitness, I write down everything I do exercise-wise. My wife's love language is appreciation. So I wanted to deepen the intimacy in our relationship was one of my goals uh, a year ago. And so I just, for 90 days, tracked down every time I did something that showed her appreciation or was an expression of gratitude. And I just tracked it. Here's what happens. I realize after a day or two, not much is going down. And then I'm conscious to try to get something down. So now I start doing the thing that actually is speaking to her love language. She responds to now all of a sudden there's deeper intimacy. It's as simple as that. But I promise you, the thing you think you're doing, if you don't actually take the physical effort of writing it down, you ain't doing. And you certainly aren't doing it consistent enough. Choose this as your tool. I'll tell you, it's transformational. So number one is awareness. By the way, there's a great story in the book about Kathleen, who used to work for me. She made $40,000 a year, put on a very, very simple plan. I mean, 1% savings uh, at a time. And she's now a, a multimillionaire. Fantastic story. Here's the next key. It's not what you need to do behavior-wise that's gonna make the biggest difference. It's who you need to become. This was the second day that changed my life. It was the day that I met my mentor, Mr. Jim Rohn, November day, 1994. Back of the room of a seminar just like this, he stood on stage leaning over a lectern and he said, how many people here wanna have more? And I'm like some of you, I didn't raise my hand, right? But inside I was going, yeah, I wanna have more. I wanna have more money, I have a bigger business, I have a better body, what have you. And so I was ready to write down what he was gonna tell me to do. Now, at that point, I'd had some success in my life, but I was doing it through brute force. I mean, just painstakingly out-failing, out-rejecting, you know, just going for it and battered and bruised and bloodied. I couldn't do anymore, but I was gonna write it down and see what else I needed to do. Instead, he said, if you wanna have more, you have to become more. And this was a twist of logic that I had not heard before. He said, success is not something you pursue. What you pursue eludes you. He says, it could be kind of like chasing butterflies. He said, instead, success is something you attract by the person you become. Let me give you an example of this. So when I was uh, late 20s, I was ready to be married. I was ready to find my mate. So it was a rainy three-day weekend, and I sat down with an empty journal, kind of getting a theme of how I orchestrate my transformational moments. And I just wrote down everything I wanted in a woman. I mean, to great detail, what kind of family, what kind of culture, her taste in food, where she wanted the vacation, down to the texture of her hair and, and the, the, the softness of her skin. 40 pages I wrote down. Right. <laughs> and then I could hear Jim Rohn's voice in my head. What you pursue will elude you. Instead, it's who you need to become. So I took the rest of the weekend and wrote down 
the answers to a couple of questions. The woman that sits on these 40 pages, what kind of man does she want? And then who do I need to become in order to be worthy and attractive to the woman on the previous 40 pages? And I wrote down everything that I needed to become. And it took another 40 pages. And as a result of this, and I'm telling you, some of this stuff works, I don't know, I can't explain it scientifically. Just some, some of it just works like magic. So I did end up writing, who do I need to become in order to be worthy of the woman on the previous 40 pages? And if she were peeled off the pages of my journal to almost crazy, scary details is my beautiful wife, Georgia. I mean, as if she had come out of nowhere. So I can't explain how this works, but I'm just saying it works. So when you think about the kind of people that you want to do business with, what kind of clients you want, write down what kind of clients do you want in your business? And then ask yourself the opposite question. What kind of vendor, supplier, expert, or business do these kinds of clients want to do business with? And are you living that standard? What kind of people do you want working for you? Employees and staff. Write down all the qualities. Positive, committed, disciplined, enthusiastic, passionate, loyal servant. And then ask yourself the opposite. What do these kind of people want to work for? And are you exemplifying each and every one of those attributes? There's the disconnect between what you want and who you are with the capability of actually achieving it. So homework assignment. Take each goal, write out who you need to become to accomplish them. Not what you need to do, incidentally. Who you need to become. And success will be attracted to you. And then start small. You don't need to go out and make giant leaps. You don't need to leave here and set the world on fire. Start small. Let me give you an example. I did a turnaround for this educational software company out of Waco, Texas, Edu uh, Creative Education Institute. And I had a woman there that worked for me. Her name was Beverly. And I entered a, a, a room where she was having a conversation with some of her other colleagues. And she was talking about a friend who was going to run a half marathon. And she said, oh, I wish I could run a half marathon, but you know, there's no way. And I, I walked in the room. I said, Beverly, you, you could totally run a half marathon. Why not? And she had um, had two children, been three or four years since she had her uh, child. And she had gained a lot of extra weight that she had not been able to part with. She says, oh, I could never do that. I get winded going up a small flight of stairs. I said, well, I know that you can, but let me ask you, why would you want to run a half marathon? She said, oh, well, my 20-year high school reunion is next fall. I would love to look fabulous for that. And I'm like, great, there's the motivation. If I can show you a plan where you could run a half marathon and never experience pain, a painless plan to run a half marathon, would you take me up on the challenge? She's like, there's no way I can run a half marathon without experiencing any pain. I said, is it a deal? She said, it's a deal. So here's what I had her do. I said, just map a one mile loop around your house with your car, just drive it. And then walk it three times over the next two weeks. She did it. I said, now I want you to walk it three times a week for two weeks. No problem, everybody can walk, right? No big deal. And then I said, now we just wanna do a slow jog until you become breathless. As soon as you become breathless, just stop and walk the rest of the way. She got up to a quarter of a mile. She got up to a half, three quarters. It took her three weeks to get up to three quarters of a mile. Okay, long time. Now, it was almost two months before she could run a single mile. Now, a lot of you are thinking, dude, you know, half marathon is like 13 some odd miles. One mile ain't going to cut it. <laughs> so here's what I had her do. I said, just increase one eighth of a mile each time you go out. That's only 300 steps further than the last time. That's it. And so doing 300 steps further than the last time that she was already comfortable with doing, 
In six months, she was running nine miles. And in nine months, she was running 13 and a half miles. This is Beverly today. She lost 50 pounds. She's run four full marathons. She couldn't go up a half a flight of stairs before. Now, just starting small. So whether you think you could run a full marathon or a half marathon or run nine miles, each and every one of you could if you just do it small and incrementally over time. Big thanks to Darren Hardy for stopping by. If you'd like to connect with him, you can go to his website, darrenhardy.com. His Instagram is Darren J. Hardy. His most influential book to date is entitled The Compound Effect, Jumpstart Your Income, Your Life, your success. And if you'd like to check out the last time we've had him featured on the show, you can go back and check out episodes numbers 352 and 276. And lastly, I got this clip from YouTube. It is entitled Darren Hardy, The Secret, and in parentheses, hard friggin' work. And I'll have links to everything I just mentioned, along with a link to today's entire talk. They will all be in the show description below, so you can go and check that out. All right. That is a wrap for me. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will see you back here tomorrow. So until then, stay strong. Later. Later.